Hello and welcome to News Warrior, your weekly podcast on BharatChakti.in. This week, I want to talk about India's dependence on Russian arms import and some of the critical equipment and maintenance contracts India has with Ukraine. How is the conflict going to affect India's military preparedness is the topic of this week's podcast. I'm Nitin Gokhale. So globally, many countries have thought about India's stand vis-a-vis the Russia-Ukraine conflict and India's abstention from uh, multilateral forums when resolutions were passed against Russia for invading Ukraine. Why is India so reluctant to take sides? We have explained in different videos and different discussions with experts about India's stand vis-a-vis this war. It is driven by uh, national interest. Uh, It is also driven by pragmatism. But there is also one practical side to India's stand, and that is about India's dependence, if not full dependence, on the Russian and Ukrainian arms, spare parts, and maintenance contracts with Russian and Ukrainian arms companies. Let's take the three armed forces of India. The highest dependence that the armed forces have is in the Air Force. The Air Force has uh, Russian-origin Sukhoi-30 MKIs. There is MiG-29 fighter jets. And of course, the old fleet of MiG-21s, which are on their way out of the Air Force, but are still uh, being used in uh, some bases across the country. Now, their maintenance, their spare parts, the supply of uh, the uh, kits for their upgrade, all of them come from Russia. In fact, uh, the Sukhoi 30 uh, planes are being assembled in India for a long time. But the spares still come from Russia. Similarly, the vintage MiG-21s spares only come from Russia. They are not manufactured in India. Uh, They are not stored in India. Their supply comes only from uh, Russia. And MiG-29s, of course, are in between Sukhois and MiG-21s. And remember... Sukhoi-30 twin-engine fighter jets are Indian Air Force's mainstay. They are heavy fighters and uh, they are spread in their deployment from east right uh, across the country. Uh, And uh, even in Pune, uh, which is uh, in uh, western India, their deployments are seen. They are capable fighters and uh, they are the mainstay of the Indian Air Force, as I said. Although... Indian Air Force has now inducted the 36 Rafale fighter jets from France purchased in 2016. The dependence on the Russian fleet or Russian origin fleet is still heavy in the Indian Air Force. The other worrying part for the Indian Air Force if this war goes on longer is the fact that its AN-32 upgrade program uh, is rooted in Ukraine. Spare parts from there and technical manpower, skilled manpower from Ukraine was helping the Indian Air Force to do the midlife upgrade of AN-32 transport planes. Now, if this war goes on longer, the supply of the spare parts as well as of the people coming and helping the Indian Air Force may be affected. That's the worry that the Indian Air Force has. Um, Of course, uh, the S-400 air defense missiles, which India again contracted with Russia, 
uh, are in the pipeline. A couple of batteries of the six or the five uh, missile batteries that have been purchased by India are uh, already in India. They have been deployed at a couple of places. But uh, the remaining are yet to be delivered. Now, if that gets delayed, it affects Air Force's air defense plans, especially in the light of the Chinese aggression uh, in the north uh, and uh, particularly in Ladakh and Arunachal Pradesh. So that's the other worry that the Indian Air Force has. Now, come to uh, the Navy. Navy had, has had the longest relationship uh, with Russian shipyards. Uh, India's only functional aircraft carrier, proven aircraft carrier, INS Vikramaditya, is of Russian origin. And the MiG-29K uh, fighter jets embark on the INS Vikramaditya are uh, also of Russian origin. So their maintenance, their spare parts in the long term are dependent on what happens in Russia and how Russia supplies those spare parts and how technicians from Russia come and help uh, maintain the fleet uh, of MiG-29Ks and of course uh, the, uh, the big ship, the mothership in the Indian Navy. Then there are uh, four uh, stealth frigates on order in Russian shipyards. Now this is the peculiarity. While the ships are being manufactured or built in Russian shipyards, some of the turbines for those ships had to come from Ukraine. Despite the Cold War between Ukraine and Russia since 2014, this was going on smoothly. Now, how will that affect how much of the setback it will be for the Indian Navy uh, remains to be seen. But certainly, there will be worried faces, uh, worried uh, planners in the Indian Navy on this program particularly. Then remember, Russia has also given India the lease of uh, nuclear-capable, nuclear-powered INS Chakra, the uh, nuclear submarine leased from Russia. Now, that lease was over and India was supposed to get one more INS Chakra for training its uh, people in submarine warfare or in the submarine operations. India is, of course, building its own SSNs. INS Arihant is already inducted. There are other two uh, on order and in various stages of sea trial at uh, Vizag on the eastern seaboard. But Russia is the only country which has supplied India with the uh, strategic platforms like the INS Chakra twice in the past. That has given India the requisite expertise requisite uh, background and requisite operational experience in uh, running submarines uh, for a longer time. Similarly, with the Indian Army, all its armoured strengths, the T-72s and T-90s tanks, are of Russian origin. There are more than 3,000 tanks in the Indian Armoured Corps Armoury, and uh, all of them eventually will have to depend on supplies and spare parts from Russia. Will this get affected? While the MOD has put up a brave face and said, uh, the Russians have assured them that this will not get affected because the war is not happening in Russia. But uh, the worry is about how to make payments to Russia with the West having weaponized the uh, financial instruments like SWIFT banking system, paying the Russians uh, under a rupee-ruble uh, arrangement uh, may be the way out. But it is again difficult because not everything can be done through that arrangement. And Indian banks will be wary of uh, paying the Russians uh, through the old system or even through the rupee-ruble arrangement because they will fear sanctions from the West. Although my personal sense is that the West will not sanction India, given its desire to see India in its corner, in the if it was a boxing ring, uh, the West and the Americans especially want India in its corner. 
and not the not depend on Russia. They have been trying to wean away India from the Russian dependence, and that dependence has been coming down gradually. You know, from 69% of Indian military's uh, platforms and equipment uh, being of Russian origin in the recent past, in the past couple of years, it has come down to 47 or 48%. It's quite a drop uh, in uh, 10 years. This uh, figure of 69% was around 2012, 2013. So less than 10 years, uh, this dependence has decreased to about 49, 48, 49% in these intervening years. But still, it's a large dependence. Nearly 50% of the dependence being on the Russian or the old Soviet Union origin equipment is not a good sign uh, for Indian armed forces. And they will be watching this war very closely, if for nothing else, but for this uh, simple fact that the equipment that they have, majority or less than, uh, little less than a majority of equipment is Russian origin. But that apart, the Indian uh, defense planners already know that uh, they need to get away from this dependence. And therefore, the uh, call by Prime Minister Modi and uh, the MOD for self-reliance in defense, Atma Nirbharta in defense has been a mantra for the past uh, three or four years. Make in India became a buzzword in 2016. Uh, since then, in the second tenure of this government, uh, it has now uh, morphed into Atma Nirbharta in defense. And uh, as uh, the Indian Army Chief, uh, General M.M. Narone, told me in that interview that we have on both our websites, uh, bharatshakti.in as well as Strat News Global, 85% of the contracts in the past one year uh, have gone to Indian companies and Indian defense majors. Clearly, uh, the shift is discernible uh, not to depend on imports from anywhere. While India has also imported huge platforms like C-17, C-130, Apache's Chinook helicopters, Apache helicopters, P-8I uh, reconnaissance plane for the Navy uh, from uh, the United States and Rafales from France. There are other smaller elements which come from Russia and uh, Ukraine. There are missiles, there are uh, the surveillance equipments, there is the AK-203 contract with Russia, which has been signed and uh, the facility was to begin its production in the old Ordnance Factory Board factory uh, near Amethi. What happens to that contract, nobody knows. Similarly, uh, the uh, Kamov uh, helicopter for uh, the Indian military was supposed to have been signed, although the MOU has been signed in 2016, it hasn't moved forward. Whether that gets scrapped now, we'll have to wait and watch. So uh, the entire issue here is India uh, has taken a decision to be neutral in this conflict between Russia and Ukraine. Simply because uh, it, because of its old ties with Russia, it has been a very dependable strategic ally and partner. It has bailed India out of trouble in UN a number of times. But also the very fact that uh, India's defense forces are still dependent uh, largely on Russian equipment and their utilization and their deployment in uh, the field. That will reduce gradually as it had been planned by uh, the former Defence Minister Manohar Parikar that every year from 2016 he wanted to reduce the dependence on imports, not just from Russia but from all over the world, by 10%. While that figure has not been achieved, uh, certainly there is a move towards self-dependence, self-reliance and uh, that is something will get, uh, which will get accelerated because of what is happening between Russia and Ukraine and Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So therefore, this is something that I wanted to flag.
there will be talks with Russia, there will be arrangements that will be sought to be created so that smooth supply of these spare parts and weapons and other platforms continues as far as India is concerned. But um, the uh, entire issue uh, has to be tracked very closely. Uh, and India would be hoping that this conflict ends quickly so that it can resume its normal partnership with Russia and Ukraine, as well as not get caught between the fight between uh, the West and Russia over Ukraine. Because India taking a side doesn't help in any manner. It will neither affect the outcome nor will it give India any leverage anywhere between the two countries. Although there are people who are now saying that China and India should take a lead in trying to mediate between the uh, two sides. But uh, whether that will be acceptable to the West and to the two sides remains to be seen again. But for the moment, that's all I have today. Keep uh, the subscription coming. Please spread the word to your friends, family, colleagues. And of course, uh, keep sending comments and feedback. We welcome them. We will improve on the content uh, as we go along, as we have mentioned. We have certain offerings coming up soon. But all that uh, is uh, for the future. For the moment, it's goodbye.